You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. episode of the guy life culture podcast this is eddie what's up everyone this is miguel and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the god life culture podcast if this is your first time watching and listening to us on this podcast be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast we are there hit that subscribe button follow us if you're watching us on youtube be sure to hit that like button subscribe and just uh you know be a part of our journey our podcast and you will be notified every time we drop a new episode so thank you so much for tuning in today we have a great conversation lined up for today and it's a good day today the weather is is nice we are here and we are ready to dive into this episode and something that we used to do um on the podcast was uh talk about music and have music features and we would talk about um people who dropped uh you know albums and all those things and we're gonna bring that back right yeah i'm just highlighting different artists and different music that uh you know you may be familiar with may not have heard may not have been able to check out and we're gonna talk about it here so eddie let us know about the music feature for this week yeah and i think it's a really good thing to do because as i mean i love hearing about new music that's coming out and sometimes there's like an inundation of a lot of people putting music out so yeah. you may have missed something and other times it's just the fact that it didn't come across your path um so maverick city musica which is the spanish you know branch of maverick city has an album coming up called simple adoración um and they released a track a single from that album called como te amamos um, so go ahead and check that out. Um, you could look them up. Even if you don't listen to Spanish music, I mean, come on. The music is still good music. You put it on. Maybe you want to learn a little Spanish. This is your opportunity to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, once the, if the music is good, it's powerful, it'll impact you one or the other way. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, just watching the video as well as listening to the song, yes. you see just that collective, you know, worship that we talk about that mm. I think has made Maverick City you know, Maverick City, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely check that out and be inspired by their worship, be inspired by, um, you know, the way, just their passion behind it that's True. evident, you know, through the song and through the singing and, yeah. you know, in each of them. And also they were just in Puerto Rico Oh yes, it's this true. weekend um, singing where I believe there were other artists there as well, yes. you know, joining them. So they are doing big things. So shout out to Maverick City Musica. Make sure you go check them out um, if you haven't. And if you love mm-hmm. Maverick City, I'm telling you, I think you will also enjoy them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So today we have an interesting topic we want to get into. Something that, uh, again, was making some headlines and, you know, some waves on social media over Mm. Easter weekend Mm -hmm. once again. Right. Um, And it came from Erwin McManus. Right. He's a pastor at Mosaic Church. And what sparked this Twitter debate, and it was mainly on Twitter, right, Mm. but also on different social media platforms, was what he was wearing on Easter Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, he had posted a picture, and he was wearing, um, you know, a a suit, Yeah. right, you could say. You can call it that. And he put a 
caption that read, what an amazing Easter Sunday at Mosaic yesterday. I couldn't sleep all night just reflecting on the day. A special thank you to my friend and brother, Jerry Lorenzo, for the Easter threads. There is something transcendent about beauty and elegance. And may every piece in your upcoming collection point to the eternal one. Mm. So this was a look that was put together by Jerry Lorenzo, who we know is the founder of the luxury brand Fear of God. Yeah. And, um, you know, McManus put this, you know, mm. suit on on Easter Sunday. And there were a lot of people who had thoughts. Yes. About his fashion choice, yeah. why he would wear that for a church service, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like always. They had a lot of opinions and they let their opinions be known. Yeah. I mean, listen, off the bat, if I saw this picture randomly, um, just scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, the suit is cool. I mean, it doesn't look like a traditional suit. Um, It's monochromatic. It's like this beige kind of tone or whatever. Um, And it's matching from head to toe. Literally, his shoes are the same color as the suit. It has a real cool, like slick, like chill vibe where honestly, I would have not had no idea how much it cost, who it came from or anything like that. So off the bat, I think for me, it just looks cool chill he he's an older man this um this pastor is is definitely older man you can tell he's older he dresses really cool uh, and has like this young vibe to him but off the bat i think it's cool and the only reason i say that is is because i think that it takes a little bit of work uh maybe just clicking on um because he tagged jerry lorenzo maybe clicking on jerry lorenzo and then looking at the stuff that he does and then you have to go in and see how much it costs and i think it takes work to get to the understanding of this wasn't a $200 outfit. This was an outfit that actually cost money. Um, and then because of that, then it takes you to the idea, which Twitter was in the uproar about, of, you know, is that even appropriate to, yeah. to put on a suit that costs that much money um, to preach in front of people? Blah, blah, blah. Don't you know that you have members in the congregation that are struggling financially? Like, then it takes you down that whole route. Uh, but I think that you ha- it's a journey that you have to go through to get there unless it's being put out to you by somebody else because he doesn't even say anything about it. He just says, thank you for the threads. You know, hopefully your new collection coming out is just as, you know, it's, it's kind of like you have to make the work. Uh, you have to do the work to understand that what he's wearing is not a simple three-piece soup type of a thing. It's yeah. actually something that is designer and it costs money. Yeah, and it's funny because what kind of started the whole thing, I guess, was this, uh, you know, Christian, um, you know, a writer and she's also a therapist and she had put um, on Instagram this yeah. whole elaborate blog post about it and basically called, um, you know, the whole idea that the Christian celebrity is problematic. Yes. Which... You know, I think the whole idea of celebrity pastors and mm-hmm. Christian celebrities, we've spoken about this. It has yeah. the negative connotations. Yeah. Right. And I think really what people mean when they say this is this is a pastor. This is a religious leader, a church leader that is very well known in both mm. spaces, in both the Christian circle, non-Christian, in the secular world, mainstream media. Mm. Right. You say their name. We know who these individuals are. Yeah. You know, that could be someone like a Mike Todd, someone like a Stephen Furtick, someone like a Carl Lentz from Hillsong. Right. That we've seen. Right. There are people that have trans transcended not just the church culture but have Mm. transcended into mainstream media and the world so we know that Mm. that can be problematic so although Mm. her statement has truth to it and validity i don't think a situation like 
this, mm-hmm. right? Him wearing this uh, merits that type of response. Yeah. Right. Um, because again, we don't know context mm-hmm. and context is very important. And I actually um, had seen a podcast that he did with um, his son, Aaron McManus. It's called Battle Ready Podcast, mm-hmm. where they spoke about the whole situation and kind yeah. of the backstory and just everything that happened. And it was a gift. You know, mm-hmm. the suit, according to them, it was a gift. They had a meeting with Jerry Lorenzo about something else. They spoke and... As he was leaving, Jerry asked, you know, the pastor, hey, do you have anything you're wearing on Easter? And he was like, well, I actually, you know, I'm looking now and I'm going to see what I put together. And he was like, you know, I'm going to send you something, send me your size and all that. I'm going to send you, you know, something Mm. from our new collection that I don't believe has been released yet. And, you know, you can wear it. And again, he was saying the pastor that, you know, he was like, you don't make things in my size. Like Mm -hmm. he has a unique size, he says, and the way things fit and all this stuff. And, you know, they were like, no, like it's going to fit. It's going to fit. And he said he put it on. It was great. And mm-hmm. he didn't think anything of it. He said that the name, you know, of the collection is called the Eternal Collection. And mm-hmm. he was said that what a great way to tie in the Easter story and the story yeah. of resurrection with, you know, this fashion piece that mm-hmm. is called Eternal. Yeah. Right. And do it on Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, again, according to him, he did not pay for this. Mm-hmm. He did not spend the money. It wasn't, you know, anything like that. It was a gift yeah. that he wore, you know? And I think that we see this often with individuals, like you were saying, where they see a pastor, they see a leader, they see someone in the spotlight wearing something expensive. Mm. Right. Um, we have Instagram pages of individuals who do this, right? Yeah. Like we look at preachers and sneakers, mm-hmm. they highlight, different preachers and pastors and the things that they wear mm-hmm. and right? how much it costs, how much it costs and yeah. all of that. Now taking into consideration, a lot of these pastors, yes, get paid. They have salaries, but a lot of these pastors and preachers and leaders have other sources of income, mm-hmm. such as books and tours that they do and different things. And, and, you know, online classes and webinars that they do that also draws in income. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if they're wearing, you know, sneakers that cost $600, right? they may not have even touched the church's money Mm -hmm. to get those sneakers. That could have been, you know, a bunch of books they sold in the last few months. And that was where that money came from, you know? So I feel like a lot of individuals have this problem where they, where they expect or almost want preachers and pastors to, you know, not draw attention to themselves, not wear certain things because it's like what other people wear. And, you know, like we were reading posts earlier of individuals who were just saying like, you know, don't wear that like to church, wear that Mm. like outside, like, you know what I mean? Um, And I think it's just a conversation that is definitely important to have and just dive into. Is it okay for pastors and leaders and preachers to wear expensive clothing, fashion brands, luxury brands, Mm. you know, on their platforms on, you know, Sundays or whenever they're in front of their church. Is that okay? Is that appropriate? Um, I think that it depends. I think that, you know, like I, and I think it's the reason why I highlighted what it looked like in the beginning too, because like I said, off the bat, this doesn't come off as what they would say, like llamativo. It doesn't come off as seeking attention. It is just a cool, simple, clean outfit. Now, if it was a whole rhinestoned suit blazer with his name on the back and yeah. lights and, you know, like very like llamativo, like really like, look at me, look at me. Then I'm like, dude, like what, like what's the purpose of you wearing that? Um, and I think that for the average person, 
person who isn't really following uh, fashion and social trends and stuff like that or whatever, you know, they may see something and think it's cool and not think about it twice. But yeah. then you do have people in your congregation or people that do follow you on social media, whether it is because they like what you do or just trolling you um, that do know those things. Um, and I think that it's it's that weird it's that weird space where I don't think you shouldn't wear if you have the ability, the affordability to wear this stuff. Why not? You know what I mean? Because if I had the ability, you know, I think a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about like private planes, like yachts and stuff. like that. If I had the ability to buy those things, I would buy them. I wouldn't not buy them because other people can't. You know, right. it's like I can get that. I, I can afford that. I've worked for it or whatever the situation is. Um, so I don't think they shouldn't do it. I just think that there is a taste level or way to actually do it. Um, so like I said, if he came in there with like a blazer, all blinged out with rhinestones, his name on it or a face of his, or you know, something that it's really distracted, uh, distractive and really is just making it all about him. I would feel a certain type of way about it. Uh, but if I saw this suit, I'm not wondering how much he spent on it. Yeah. And it's I think, like, again, it, you hit it on the head when you said about it being distracting. I think a lot yeah. of times when, you know, you can tell when individuals wear something because they want attention. They yeah, want yeah. you to look at it. They want you to say something about it. Right. Um, and again, we never truly know people's motives or intentions. We don't know. Right. Um, you can have the most humble individual go up there yeah. to preach and their clothing is just normal, everyday brand clothing. Nothing too crazy. But the watch they have is a whole lot of money and in mm -hmm. their minds they're going up there hoping that everybody notices the watch that they have yes. and that they notice <laughs> you know the bling and this and the other thing you know what i mean like again we will never really know people's yeah. intentions you know i just think especially when it comes from other christians mm -hmm. you know it's so that's what's problematic the mm -hmm. christians attacking other Christians yes. and leaders and pastors yeah. because of what they're wearing or because of how they wore something or mm. all of these things. If that is your opinion and you think that pastors should not wear certain clothing, that pastor should dress a certain way, that's your opinion, right? Mm. But again, I don't think when it gets to a level of attacking, mm -hmm. right? And when it gets to a level of saying, this is a problem, you know, and you start to put people into these boxes. Yes. Are there pastors who wear flashy clothing and who wear things to draw attention? Probably. Mm -hmm. Are there individuals who do things to get, you know, other people to look at them and comment and boost their ego? Maybe. Mm -hmm. But just because you have now another pastor who may wear the same exact suit, same clothes, same style. It doesn't mean that's their intention. Yes. It doesn't mean that's their motive and their purpose behind doing what they do. Yeah. And I think that you also have to understand that the case is different from person to person, you know, looking at him off of face value, you know, he looks, he's an older gentleman. looks like a grandpa. If you just look at him, but then if you start to look into his information and what he does, he's into fashion. He has fashion lines. That's why he dresses a certain way or whatever. Then it kind of adds, it creates a better picture for you to understand why he would even wear this to begin with. You know what I mean? Because seeing someone like Gigi Avila, when he was doing his mass, you know, um, revival camps, stuff, like that, wearing something like this would be a little weird because that's not his style. It'd be like, that's not what he would wear back in the day or whatever. But seeing an older person like him wear this, it's different because he's coming from a place that is different. That's why even his train of thought of the clothing brand is called Eternal. It's a good idea to wear it on Easter Sunday because that ties in a theme. It's something that a creative person would think of. A regular Joe Schmo wouldn't think that way. They wouldn't think because that's right. not how they're looking at clothing and that's not their perspective right. and i almost feel like that's not his problem you know yeah so it's almost like 
you when you know what you're doing is right when mm-hmm. you know you're not hurting anyone this isn't you didn't steal this right yeah. you didn't use other people's money you um bought this suit even mm-hmm. if you would have bought it i think it wouldn't have been a problem right yeah. you bought this suit but everything else is taken care of right mm-hmm. um and you know you you have the ability to buy this and it's okay financially then go for it and that's nobody nobody's problem yeah. you know what i mean that's nobody's issue um and again you know in the podcast where he had with his son, he was talking about it. And his son, who's, you know, obviously younger, different um, generation was basically saying that a lot of his friends Mm. um, were interested and intrigued by the post, you know, of him in that suit and actually went and went to the message. And they were like, you know, did he really wear this? Like, Mm. how did that? And it kind of opened up conversation amongst his friends. And he's like, normally with them, we're not always talking about like things that are happening at Mosaic and all these things, but it was kind of a conversation starter for them because with me, I Mm. look at it and I see you as my dad. Yeah. A member from Mosaic may look at it and be like, Oh, that's our pastor. Mm -hmm. Now someone who doesn't serve the Lord, someone who is not a Christian may look at that and be like, what is he wearing? Yeah. Whoa, that's nice. Start researching. Start looking. You know what I mean? And end up finding their way to, oh, that's a pastor mosaic. Mosaic. What's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So there's so many different ways that we can reach people. And that's one thing that I love specifically with fashion and with clothing, the ability that it creates for yeah. you to connect with people mm-hmm. and meet people and the ability for you to have that conversation started where your shirt may be a representation of God, right? Yeah. May be an, a conversation, your hat that you wear, you know what I mean? Mm. And this happens often with things that I wear, you know what I mean? I'll be somewhere and someone will ask like, what is that? Or what brand is that? Right. I literally, I remember years ago as a kid, I was with my grandma at a store mm-hmm. and I had this shirt in the back that said um in god there are no limits Mm -hmm. and this man is yelling like from across the store like asking me like are you sure do you believe that are you sure and in my mind i didn't know so he's like getting closer and closer talking my grandma notices my grandma's like puerto rican like she don't play play. (laughs) and she was already plotting like okay how am i gonna take this man down if he comes to do anything you know what i mean but then he's like no his shirt his shirt you know in god there are no limits like are you sure about that i believe it i believe there are no and then he kept it walking like to him that shirt like you know it made him happy it called his attention it It was like yo like in god there are no limits and you saw the intention was pure but you know again you don't know the things that you wear and you know how you carry yourself again how it reaches people to me this moment i think was great Mm. you know it's funny the christian community some were the people that had the problem with this yeah you know what i mean and a lot of times it's unfortunate because I think the whole message gets lost. The whole mm. idea gets lost. He had a whole message surrounding this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hearing his podcast, he said he was hurt. Yeah. He was hurt by the reaction because that's not that's not what he thought would happen. That wasn't yeah, his yeah. intention. He said he woke up Monday to this whole situation and it really upset him mm-hmm. because, you know, again, as creative people, we have these things in mind sometimes. And we have these moments, like you said, where we're tying this with this and connecting this with that. And a lot of times, you know, people who aren't so creative yeah. or may not really connect with them or click with them, they don't get it. Yes, and they, they may don't. not appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, I certainly think that if, again, these leaders and these pastors are doing it with in taste, are doing it, you know, with pure hearts and intention, which we will never know. Yeah, you no, know, we don't know. Um. I think it's totally okay to wear something that may be a little pricey Mm -hmm. or wear something that, you know, 
um, has a message or has a specific message, you know, and even if you're, you wear suits every day and then one day you decide to change it up and you're not wearing a suit and you're wearing something else, that's okay too. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's that whole idea. If he never wore anything like this, but this is the first time he's worn something like that, let the dude rock, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I think that again, um, there's so many other things mm. that conversations like this or posts like this attacking people and just basically going in about, you know, what this pastor was mm. wearing. It does so much more damage yeah. than good. Yeah, you know what? And this just, it reminds me a little bit about what we spoke about in the last episode uh, where, you know, when it comes to certain genres of music, the Christian community, when the when the genre of music is first introduced um, into the Christian sphere, um, you know, a lot of people sometimes have issues with it. We spoke about that with reggaeton and rap had that same thing and all the other stuff. Um, and I think that fashion gets that rap as well where you know people confuse humility with oh you have to, as a christian you need to be humble so you need to wear a potato sack and it's kind of like no you don't have to you know that doesn't mean anything because yeah. this person wearing a potato sack could be the most conceited person yeah that anybody knows of. yeah or it could be a very evil person or a very selfish person or very egotistic it could be so many different things just because they're wearing a potato sack you want to say this is the symbol of humility no you know and i think that fashion as you're saying it as well is another form of communication that people not everybody understands it not everybody is able to look at fashion or art and really you know take it for not what what it looks like face value and be like no there's a deeper message uh behind it you know there's an audience of people that really connect with that and really connect with clothing and really connect with fashion and styling and you know putting things together that really intrigues them which is then is an open opportunity for you to speak to them about god even in that and the simple stuff like that you know not every Thing. And then the other side of it is that then they think, oh, no, but then your clothing needs to say Jesus. Right. And it's like, OK, but there can be a, a Christian fashion designer who has put this suit together, for example. And just because it doesn't have a Jesus on it, it doesn't have a cross. It doesn't have a nail. It doesn't have an anchor. It doesn't have angel wings. Doesn't mean that it can't minister to somebody. And it's like, that's not. No, you don't need to have all those things in order for it to be christian or humble enough um and at the end of the day the person that was creating this maybe wasn't even trying to minister to anybody and i think right. that's the other thing that's okay that the christian realm is always very about you know oh no but then you know yeah it can it will give the glory to god in one way or another but it doesn't have to be so in your face yeah. about it and again i think a lot of times in the christian community in the church community and culture we focus a lot on the external we yeah. focus on appearances. Yeah. So we want to give the appearance, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, that we don't, you know, give in to like the things of the world and high-end clothing. We want to give an appearance that we are humble. Mm. I can't wear this because then people are going to think that I think highly of myself. I can't yeah. do this because then people are going to think that. So we want our leaders, our pastors, and our people to look a certain way, act a certain way, mm -hmm. and give off this appearance that they are holy, mm -hmm. that they are right, that they are called, that they are anointed, right? And we focus heavily on the appearance. Yeah. And we all know how difficult it is to keep up an appearance, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes we lack and we, you know, kind of place in the back burner their internal yeah. and the heart behind everything. Because mm. you can dress with the most humble clothes, whatever that means, or you can dress in what a pastor should wear. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, be very conceited and prideful. You can do all of those things and not show love to your brother or sister. You can yeah. do all those things and be carrying unforgiveness for years, yeah. right? But in everyone else's eyes, you're wearing what they want you to wear. Mm -hmm. You're talking the way they want you to talk. You carry yourself the way, you know, they want you to carry yourself. You're fulfilling 
fulfilling all of these other, you know, expectations placed on other people. Yeah. Yet internally, what God sees, mm-hmm. God seeing your heart, God seeing what's inside of you, you're so messed up. Yeah. You're so unfulfilled or you have things in your life that aren't worked out or you're mm-hmm. unhappy and all of that, you know, that whole list that continues. So, yes, you know, are there things that can go overboard? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think one of the big things is you have to know your audience, right? Yes. And you have to know the type of event you're showing up to mm-hmm. and what's happening. So yeah. if I'm going to a gala, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't like to dress up, but I'm being asked to speak, right? Out of respect and consideration for the event mm-hmm. where I'm going, I'm probably going to dress up even though I don't want to, right? It's like I'll leave the jeans at home, the sneakers at home, the jacket at home, the hat. I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to go kind of, you know, dressed up, mm-hmm. look a little bit nice and, and whatever, mm-hmm. because this is the type of event that I'm going to, yeah. right? But if I'm going to an outdoor event, a, you know, it's in the park, it's super hot. It's the summertime. We're in California. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to show up there in a three-piece suit. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you have to also know your audience. Yes. You're going to uh, do missions and outreach, right, mm-hmm. in another country. There's no need to bring your Rolex watch. Mm-hmm. There really isn't, you know? But if you're going to that gala and you want to wear the watch, wear the watch. Yeah. You know, so it's very important to just know the room, know the audience, but also not let other people's expectations Mm -hmm. of what you should do, how you should carry yourself, rule Mm -hmm. you and make decisions for you. Yeah, no, because at the end of the day, you'll just be living in a miserable cycle because there's always going to be someone who's upset. There's always going to be someone that's disappointed. There's always someone that's going to have a different opinion than you. Um, So you can't live like that. That's why you live to the best of your ability. Um, You try to do everything with the best intention that you can that even goes to what you wear and how you decide to present yourself. And you hope for the best. At the end of the day, you know, there are people that may have an issue with what you're wearing or what you're presenting. um, Not because it is is offensive but because they take offense to the fact that you have it and they don't or that they think that oh no no that that, that's not the way that you should do that or whatever you know and it's kind of like people are going to get offended always especially in the age of social media where you take a picture and you post it and you think it's only going to your friend circle it's going out to the masses um which then opens you to the critique of other people uh so at the end of the day we don't know the heart of what people do and why they do it and all that other stuff. Um, So because of that, we can't just go around giving people free passes, but we also can't go around judging people because in the same way that someone could look like the most humblest, they are definitely not. Um, And then vice versa. Somebody looks a little bit different than from what you're maybe accustomed to and you're automatically writing them off. I don't think that's right also. Um, So it's, it's one of those things that goes back and forth. And we've had this conversation many a times. Um, But I think that at the end of the day, the real message behind, um, what I think one of the things that we're trying to convey is that as Christians, we shouldn't be cannibalizing each other, you know? So if you see something and you don't agree with it, um, and it's not that big of an issue, like there's no reason why you need to go on this pastor's social media, uh, to troll him because you think that his, you know, monochromatic beige suit was <laughs> offensive to you. Like right. that, that doesn't make any sense. And also, I also don't think it's necessary for then you, for you to put a blog about it and then get other people riled up. Like that's the stuff that I look at and I think about what's your intention behind that? Because maybe you were wearing a sack of potato when you wrote that article or that blog, but that doesn't make you any better than the person you're trying to make him out to be. Right. And that's really like, you know, where it gets all wishy-washy and stuff. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, the focus really should be on ourselves. Yeah. We hold people accountable. You know, we hold people to, you know, uh, 
when they need to be spoken to or corrected, we do that. Yeah, right? Yes. Yes. And um, when you have that job, when you have mm -hmm. that title, when that's in your field to do, yeah. right? Um, focus on yourself. Yeah. If this is something that you don't like, then make sure then you don't carry yourself that way. Mm -hmm. You know. And again, it's so easy to focus on the pastor. It's so easy mm -hmm. to focus on the leader. It's so easy to focus on other people and what they're doing and how they carry themselves. And we don't look inside ourselves yeah. to see, well, you know, I don't have these luxury brand items and clothing and I don't Yet. have these Let things. <laughs> right. But again, I have unforgiveness in my heart. Mm. Again, I have bitterness. Again, mm. I have jealousy and envy because mm. I deep down inside wish I could have those things and yeah. could afford those things, you know? And it is unfortunate because a lot of times the individuals who speak about these things and speak on these topics are individuals who can't afford, mm. right? to have these luxury brands, right? And you can't help but question sometimes again, like, is it because of that jealousy or just because, you know, it's something you can't do and you want to do? Because mm -hmm. in the same way we have this conversation about clothing, there are people who have this conversation when it comes to um, other material things, yeah. whether it's jewelry, cars whether it's cars, yeah, whether yeah. it's traveling. Like, why do you have to travel first class? Mm -hmm. Who cares if they I want, want to, to travel first class? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who cares if they do have a private jet yeah. and they want to fly their private jet to wherever they need to go, yeah, right? Yeah. That really isn't your concern, mm. right? And there are, again, so many things that we don't see. Mm. For instance, Pastor Irwin, probably preparing for this message, yeah. had the best intentions, had the best motives in his heart, was preparing, was before God praying and crying out for his church, crying for the people to receive the message, for mm. you know God to speak. And, and that was his focus. Probably leading up to this moment, there were also other situations and other attacks that you know the enemy was throwing at him like at any point when you preach or teach there's the insecurity there are things that trigger you there are things that come to your mind there are things that you maybe feel like you're not enough so already you're going through battles and struggles leading up to big moments especially yeah. a moment in the church like easter sunday mm -hmm. where there's so many people that come to the church who maybe haven't been to church in a long time this is the moment where they're back right so leading up to this you're going through all of these different things to then get up there do what you were called to do have the best intention at heart knowing that you know this was gifted to you you're helping a friend and it's all of these different things and you know it's called eternal it ties in with your message how awesome of a moment is this to then be received with all of this criticism yeah right you know it's discouraging it's yes. discouraging i think it, it is discouraging and i also wanted to say and which i think is very important that in no way shape or form do we say that this is a blanket statement where right. we support all celebrity pastors or if we support any celebrity pastors, um, because I think that at the end of the day, while in this case and in this scenario, I mean, I don't know, uh, but let's say that um, there wasn't any ill intention, there wasn't anything like that. On the flip side, there are pastors who unfortunately right. do have ill intention. There are pastors that do mismanage the money in their church. There are pastors that do things that they're not supposed to do. Um, so I don't want, you know, for somebody to pull out an article from, oh, but there was this pastor in Texas that did X, Y, and Z. Yes, we, yes. we're not saying that that doesn't happen. It definitely 100% happens because of humanity and sin. Those are the things that, unfortunately, we have to deal with. But we cannot hold everybody. Like It's like we can't. 
juzgar or judge people based off of what other people do. Oh, that pastor in Texas did it, so that means that you as a pastor is going to do it too. No, absolutely not. You know, should we be wise and should we be mindful and should we be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and stuff like that to make sure if you feel something is off, absolutely we should do those things. Yeah. Should we be judging and crucifying people because of the actions of others? Absolutely not. Yeah, and again, we love the box, the idea of the box. Mm -hmm. You know, one person did this, so all people now do that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this Christian did that, so all Christians, and, mm -hmm. and we like to use those words, all people, you mm -hmm. know, and everyone. And, you know, again, we just have to be careful that one person's experience, you know, and one individual's actions does not dictate what everyone else is going to do after yes. that, you know? Yeah. And this doesn't mean that people and individuals won't make mistakes, mm -hmm. you know? There are times where they may wear something and it may be a little much and it may not have been a good look and they <laughs> did it anyway and they realize afterwards, like, man, yeah. shouldn't have done that. I really, you know, uh, wanted people to really look at me and compliment me and I yeah. just wanted that feeling, right? Not going to do that again. Mm. And the difference is, unfortunately, as these leaders and pastors and teachers who have this type of platform, they have so many eyes on them. Yeah. But, you know, the certain individual just commenting on mm. Twitter with no profile picture, right? Mm. Um, and no followers because they just made the account to just, you know, talk about this um, has zero eyes on them, mm. you know? And that was one of the things in the podcast that they spoke about. He was actually getting, you know, uh, people DMing him saying you should really die oh you know basically and trolls. basically saying you know and he read actually a few of the messages he mm. received from this moment mm. you know and again it's hurtful mm. you know again all eyes on the pastor mm -hmm. all eyes on the leader but when you sin and mm. when you fall and when you do things you're not supposed to do and you wear things and you want attention and you're struggling with pride there are no eyes on you. So it's much yeah. easier to get away with certain things and much yes. easier to just be like, Lord, forgive me and move on and move it on. You know, so that same grace that we would like extended to us, let's extend that to these individuals and to these leader leaders. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying stop writing blogs. I'm not saying stop writing your you know articles on certain individuals or what they do or how you feel. But make sure you check yourself and mm. make sure you you reflect on why you're doing this the heart behind it are you doing this to bring somebody down are you doing this to bring a church down are you doing this out of envy or jealousy are you doing this out of hatred or malice you know what is your intent yeah. when you cover these stories even when we speak you know how many <laughs> topics and mm. ideas and things we could talk about yes. based on things on how we feel, yeah. right? But deep down inside, we're doing that, and it, we know we shouldn't yeah, because so it's probably it pointed at certain yeah, individuals yeah. or probably pointed mm -hmm. at certain people, mm -hmm. you know? And it, it's this goes across the board with anyone, with, mm. you know, people who have platforms and blogs and, you know, their social media accounts and, you know, pastors and preachers who teach and yeah. have these opportunities. You would love to just set the record straight for people, and you would love <laughs> to just tell people... Yeah you know, your side and what happened and, yes. and, and express those things. Yeah. But again, why am I doing that? You yes. know, the other day, I think I told you about this on social media. Um, I had wanted to post something. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, you know, it's that moment where mm. there are things that you post and you post right away. Yes. Like, it's just like no thought, but then there's things where you post and you're just like, mm. <laughs> like, I know I should like that. The motivation, the heart behind it is not like all there. Like it's not good. Right. Yes, like, yes, yes. you know, um, and I remember I instead of posting that, 
I had to like, uh, you know, encourage myself and yep. do a U-turn and yeah, be like, yeah. you know, think before you post on social media, you yeah, know, yeah. because again, sometimes you can have so many thoughts and mm. you can have so many things you want to share and express, but deep down inside, it's like, you know, this, this isn't for you to just vent, yeah. right? This isn't for you to, to, you know, sub somebody and throw, mm. you know, indirect, you know, comments or remarks at, yes. at people, right? You have a whole social media platform of individuals who have no care in the world about, yes, you know, that particular care. topic yeah, no, or no, no, have no. no context and don't know, yeah. you know? So instead of hosting that, just, you know, chill you don't need to put that out there you know so again there comes you know now on the other side there's a responsibility if you are people covering these type of stories Mm. and in writing blogs and all this thing make sure especially as christians and believers that your motives and your heart is in the right place yes and not only in the right place get your facts in order yes you get what i mean Uh, because it's very easy for you to have an opinion on the suit Oh, absolutely speak about it now if you're if you have an opinion on the suit based off the fact that you think it's inappropriate and then now you're giving a narrative that feeds to the idea that oh he purchased this and it was with the church funds and it was with this it's like that wasn't even that wasn't even what happened yeah you know what i mean so you have to be sure that you know you have the right to speak about whatever you want to speak about i think as a christians you have the responsibility to make sure you're speaking truth yeah that's the that's the thing. Your opinion is your opinion, but make sure that you're speaking also truth and that you're not making up a narrative about somebody that feeds the objective of your opinion. And truth in love. Yes. Because again, <laughs> there are people that feel like, oh, this is what the word this is what the word says. Yes, this is what the yeah. word says. But Jesus didn't go around calling people, you know, names. And Jesus <laughs> didn't go around slapping people and Jesus didn't go uh, around, you know, grabbing he people. Could have. He we don't know, right? No, but I'm again, just saying that he t- could have if he wanted to, but he right, didn't. Right. Yeah. You know, the idea of yeah. delivering all of these messages and truths in love. Yeah. So thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. As always, you can catch us on our socials. Yes. At God Life Culture Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Leave a review. If you're watching us on YouTube, check us out on Instagram as well. Subscribe, like, do all of those things. We are very excited for all of our new listeners who are joining us on this journey. Yes. Right. And we look forward to catching you in our next episode in our next episode so if you have that designer suit that's sitting in your closet and you haven't worn it because you feel like people are going to talk about you wear it wear it take it wear out wear it feel good about it um there's nothing wrong with you know presenting yourself to the best of your ability to whatever your resources allow you to do that yeah uh, so if you're the best of your ability is just wearing black t-shirt and black jeans and some converse you do that uh, yep. but if you get a designer suit gifted to you do that as well so thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture podcast. That's God Life Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.